Welcome, beautiful souls, to the Infinite Cup Podcast. Today, we have John the Mangotarian. Really, really cool guy. Man, I've never met such a like-minded individual on the path, fellow iridologist, and just awakened soul. Seriously, I want to bring people on the show that are, you know, leaders in this new paradigm, this new, you know, vision of health, wellness. Our infinite potential is right within us, all right? Um, people, I just, I'm really excited because the podcast is doing great. I just want to give a quick shout out to all my Patreon members. Thank you for the people who have been buying my book, The Real Yoga, which is available on Amazon. And all my, you know, just people that are being here, people that are listening, people that are subscribed to the YouTube channel, the people that are following me on Instagram. I mean, seriously, just thank you. I mean, I started this from nothing and uh, I'm just, just happy and genuinely excited to be here and provide content to you. So without any further ado, here is John and I having just a amazing conversation hope you enjoy you know we, we got to use the internet too because you know this is the age of information this is the age of aquarius so we have to network this is how we're going to bring you know awakening into this into our program spirit i mean we're walking ai programs and yes. and we have to 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 clean out the you know the waste yeah, no, so. 100%. No, I love that. So we can just start right there. I mean, just to give you a little background about how I created the Infinite Cup and everything, I'm um, like you, kind of, you know, been in this community, and it's one of those things where um, I want to just interview people that are kind of leading this new paradigm of health. You know, I think people are yeah. desperate for, uh, you know, just change, right? I think the awareness is spread now about the pharmaceutical companies and, you know, this uh, just toxic lifestyle that everyone's kind of leading, and just people want options, you know, and uh, we don't, you know, you don't have to get into labels or anything like that. I just think, you know, obviously fruit and vegetables are the way to go. And people, um, for me, with the farming background, everything, it's just like I can't simplify that enough, you know. And someone like yourself who, you know, being the mangotarian and being obviously so focused on fruit, I know you're into Robert Morris. So I want to get into that and yeah. your experiences because I think just having um, – this sort of inspiration, right? And these stories. So let's just start right there, which you mentioned that just awakening. I'm curious for you, like, what was that just first initial spark of awakening? Was it, you know, the first time you had a mango or was it this, you know, meditation or this quest? Just, you know, how did it happen? So pretty much, I just felt really uncomfortable in my skin, you know, in my surroundings. I was very codependent. And so, you know, I just kind of settled for my environment and my friends and the girls and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just I knew that there was this urge in me to do something special with communication. I, I knew I had a voice and I had passion and um, I knew that there was a lot of, you know, excuse my language, but fuckery going on in the system. Oh, yeah. And my intuition was telling me something's wrong. And I always felt like, you know, having the day job and climbing up the corporate ladder, it always just created this anxiety in me. And I never really felt connected to that system. And so being with the wife and being with the friends that were really deep into that, that wanted to succeed in that modality, I felt really alienated. And so what happened with me was because of that, because of that karma of not listening to that inner voice and that intuition, and we'll get into intuition later because that is my religion. Yes, yes. And so my intuition was telling me that you got to make big changes and I kept ignoring those signs. And so I believe because of that, I had to suppress with drugs and alcohol. I had to suppress with other things that were numbing that voice. 
Yes. Because, you know, I was creating obstructions. When you create obstructions, you're unable to get those downloads from the universe to where you're connected to your instincts and intuition, right? Exactly. Yes. Thank you. And so my health crashed. And because my health crashed, I was in a desperate place. And I was looking and searching for how do I get out of this hell that I'm dealing with. Um, obviously, I knew that I created a problem with drug abuse and alcohol abuse and yo-yo dieting. You know, I, I knew about raw foods. I knew about plant, p- plant-based nutrition from watching the documentaries for many years. But because I was linked to those toxic relationships, I was never really able to be free to actually apply it. Mm. Because I wanted to please people, you know, because they couldn't handle my intensity. They couldn't handle yeah. my passion. Yeah. And so, you know, I remember just, just like, what am I here to do? Like, I know I'm here to do something special. And, um, it just, you know, my determination to survive, to get to, to, to overcome these health elements that I was dealing with. And I told myself, I refuse to die. I refuse to die. I will find answers. And before I even knew about manifestation and law of attraction, I just kept saying, I will, you know, it was like, I'm just built for that mentality. Like I refuse to die, refuse to surrender. And so I I found answers. That's where Robert Morse came to the picture after searching Mm -hmm. just, you know, hours and hours of trying to find answers. What's going on in my physical body? Obviously we have all the confusion. It's autoimmune. It's, it's the body's attacking itself. It has nothing to do with your diet. It's, it's, you know, it's just a bunch of confusion. And I knew that that didn't make sense. My spirit was telling me, no, you know, obviously I'm not aligned with what's natural. I'm not living a healthy life. So, you know, I got to make changes. And so I was forced to make changes through a lot of pain I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. Um, I suffered with, if we're going to put labels on it, it was chronic prostatitis, interstitial cystitis, uh, degeneration in the L4, the lower spine, my kidney, my kidneys were shutting down and I, I, and I wasn't aware of it at the time. And then I just remember through manifestation, I will find a way. Robert Morris pops up on the screen mm-hmm. and he started talking about the lymphatic system. He started talking about two sides of chemistry um, and, and how that chemistry, you know, creates a, a specific response. And it just made sense. OK, acids are corrosive. They strip, they tear, they they damage cells. Yes. And you have a sewer system and, and, and it all made sense. I'm like, well, I keep getting my blood checked. They keep checking my ear and they can't find anything. Mm-hmm. Well, this is why, because they're not looking at the lymphatic system. And this guy's talking about this. And he's saying that when you get the acids out of your body, the pain will go away. And I'm like, well, I'm dealing with pain. So, you yeah. know, it made sense. And then when he started talking about fruit and how we're, you know, humans are, are frugivores that were, were physiologically, you know, you know, designed for fruit. And if you get in harmony with your natural diet, then it's going to bring the body back into homeostasis and the body's going to clean the lymphatic system. So that right there was like, okay, I'm going to do this thing Yeah. And with, with my intense, you know, my astrological program and my intense fire, you know, you know, my astrology, I said, I'm going to do this thing. And so I just started chipping away and at my diet, I, I went, I started doing like the mucusless diet healing system approach where I just got rid of the processed food. So, so first I went from the, the keto diet, cause I was playing around with that, trying to see if I could fix myself. So mm-hmm. I had to wing off that and I had to adapt back to carbohydrates again. So I just, just went junk food vegan just to keep my sanity, right. Oh, yeah. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> because I, I had all these addictions. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for a couple months and then my body couldn't tolerate that either because I wasn't getting rid of the pain out of my body because those foods are acid forming too. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 so all I really could tolerate cooked wise was sweet potatoes. So I just 
mm-hmm. pretty much <laughs> I was a sweet potato terrian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I had green juice all day and I had sweet potatoes in the evening. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that got me further and, and, and that took some pain out of me. And I was able to kind of get through those humps of dealing with my issues, but it wasn't getting deep enough. And so that, so then I, I got rid of the sweet potatoes. I added in the fruit and I did the Robert Morse protocol and I took it serious. I took it serious and I wasn't afraid. I, I was like, I'm going to die anyways. Right. Exactly. What do you got to lose? Right. Yeah. What, do, what do I have to lose eating fruit? I mean, raw living foods that are, that are ripening on the vine. I mean, it makes sense. It's, it's appealing to the eyes. It smells good. It tastes good. I mean, I've never met anybody, no matter, regardless of their diet, that doesn't look at fruit when I'm at the grocery store and go, oh, wow, you got those mangoes. Those look really yeah. good. Everybody loves fruit. Exactly. So I told myself this shouldn't be too hard. You know, I can enjoy fruit. It's, it's, it's summer and spring right now. Let's take advantage of this and let's get my kidneys to filter and let's clean this, this, this sewer system out. And I started doing that when I got kidney filtration and the pain started going away. That's when I was sold. Yeah. That's when I knew that this Robert Morse guy is, is, is saying something. Totally. The body awareness. See, that's for me, the intelligence of the body. It's like once that's awakened, you can't go back, you know, and it's it's a people are walking around disconnected with our own, you know, human temple, this whole thing. You know, it's like just walking around with his head, you know, severed. So yeah. I love that story, man, because it's just so. Uh, organic in the sense of how it happened. A couple of things I really want to touch on. I, I love just one word kind of answers. Like you, uh, you know, we're practicing discernment. One of my favorite words, right? Between that that voice, you know, that's coming from parasites or whatever versus the intuition, right? Um, that's the one thing I want to hone in on here right now mm-hmm. because to me, to, that's like the most powerful tool, right? Fruit's amazing. All that stuff amazing. That's what I would call like the physical part. The, it, you know, the metaphysical part of the intuition being your guide instead of this other voice is priceless. So yeah. you, the fact that you tapped into that organically to me is just, you know, inspiring. So that's yeah. really um, what, you know, again, why I created the Infinite Cup, because uh, I want to talk about more spiritual things in this, you know, fruit health community, right? Because mm, yes. I, think, yes. uh, I know a lot of really healthy people, even in the Robert Morris community, fruitarians, all that stuff. I love everyone. I'm just saying, uh, we're not talking about that part enough, right? The you know the karmic impact, the spiritual impact, the higher self, the dimensions, anything that you know uh, resonates with you. We don't have to get too crazy. I'm just saying the fact that, like I said, you did this organically is just awesome because most people, I feel like, are simply just listening to that other voice, you know, that small self. The yeah. you know call it the ego, call it the mind, call it whatever you want. I'm just saying that's really the source of all this unhappiness, in my opinion, rather than just taking the time to meditate, relax, and, you know, listen to that intuition. What is your intuition telling you in that moment? Because to me, as you were talking there, that's like the source of this, you know, power, this confidence that you're getting to, you know, do these protocols. Because it's not easy, you know, just, you know, going through the fate or even this detox you're, you're doing right now. You know, a lot of people are just basically sweeping their problems under the rug, you know, and someone like yourself is not doing that, you see. And that's what, you know, in yoga, we just call it the satsang, you know, people that are, you know, embracing that they're embracing these uh, challenges in their life because obviously you're getting stronger and your your consciousness is just upgrading, man. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it it really is, and 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 that's that's one of the main reasons why I remain on this lifestyle. Yeah. You know, for one, my body can't tolerate the, those other foods anymore. Once you adapt to raw living foods, you can't really go back if you really so clean hard. out your body. It's pretty much impossible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you can, but you're not going to feel good. And so, yeah. um, you know, 
I'm not obsessed with fasting. I'm, I have a real balanced approach. Yeah. I don't do the long-term juice fast, the long-term water fast. Really, I do this for my spiritual upgrade so yeah. that I could be in tune with, with um, what I need to hear and, and what, how, I, how I could put things into perspective and, and, and channel that frequency to keep me balanced because we so often are removed from our spirituality because of everything that's going on in our environment. If we're in Babylon, yeah. well, then we're, we're going to get these negative frequencies and we have to, we have to clean them out of us. Totally. And so that's really why I do these like little four to six day, you know, lemon juice fasts or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree, and man. because of the chemtrails, you know, I, I have my instincts Good. tell me that yeah. you want to remove these, these metals and stuff from the atmosphere that are coming into you. And yeah, the environmental pollutants are real. And that's what I'm saying in 2019 there, you know, uh, that's something we can even see. I'm thinking about 5G and Wi-Fi. You know, I mean, there's invisible uh, warfare yeah. happening to us. You know what I mean? That we have uh, as a human race haven't experienced before. So that's to me where the fruit and these you know, detox protocols are even more uh, important than ever. You know, it's not just uh, like what our, you know, even our parents are above kind of had to deal with. This is something that's happening that whether you're even aware of it or not, it's affecting your, your DNA and you just your human vessel almost yeah. every second of the day unless you have this kind of preventative maintenance approach like that's what that's what i call what you're doing right there i love that as well it's like when you're in tune with your body like that you know what like these pro you don't need to do the 35 day or whatever you just do this thing to make you know to maintain that homeostasis to where you have that right. clarity and you need to do what you're doing you know um to me i look at it like well all these are just kind of protocols that are tools on our tool belt and like which one do you need do you know, or you've just got some, you know, stagnant lymph in your lungs and you're coughing some stuff up and you need to hit the sauna more. Or maybe you got things going on and you're, you know, you just need to move more and get on the rebounder. You know, it's just like we always need to address, you know, for me, to be honest, I'm lacking in the sleep component. And that's where I think my environment is really affecting me. But I think I can have my diet on point and take herbs and do everything I do. But that sleep component, man, I'm just like constantly working on getting the most quality sleep, not like sleep in 12 hours, but just getting yeah. that um, restfulness that I need, you know? Right, right. And the thing is with sleep is the adrenal glands, right? Yeah. That's what, you know, if you're producing too much cortisol from stress, yes. you're going to be, you're going to be anxious, right? Yes. So you want to make sure that you keep those adrenals working properly so that you can get proper sleep. And also you want to work on the pineal gland that helps your body to actually produce the melatonin that exactly. helps you to, to get that REM sleep so that your body properly detoxifies yes i love it i love it because it's uh you know we relate together and that it's like that holistic approach you know because to me it's not a one recipe a lot of you know i'm sure you see it in your coaching sessions too like i like it's just <laughs> there is no one tea or one recipe or green juice that's gonna cure it all you know it's uh, to me this is a more of a lifestyle and more of something you kind of tap into and like i said it's just which tool do you need at that time to help uh, you know address that situation so i'm just curious what the um i just want to hear more about just the rob morrison the iridology in particular i feel like for yeah. me um you're you're a guy that's in tune with it and you practice it and for me when i practice and i do uh, iridology sessions with people it's something that um it's i have to do almost a lot of convincing you know so I, let's just talk about iridology a little bit and just the power of it because for me i would say like i'm sure if you've been through the rabbit hole as well with health in general it's like if i were to spend any time if i were to tell somebody just any time to study one thing to have clarity on the human body it would be iridology Oh, I'm just gonna start yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the iris is, is very important because it, it you know, what? so I'll, I'll go back to what got me into iridology. Yes, please do. So obviously, Robert Morse, everything that he was saying was convincing me about health and detox and regeneration of the body. And so he started talking about iridology, and, and I was really confused about what iridology is. And uh, but it made sense to me, you know, everything else that he said was working for me. So that that obviously broke down that wall and and allowed me to actually investigate into it. So I would go to I went to other iridologists. I sent them my eyes and and one iridologist. I remember she was circling like lacunas on my iris and she was pointing. This is your adrenal glands. This is your pancreas. This is your thyroid and parathyroid, your pituitary and all these things. And I was like. Oh, that, that looks pretty interesting. Let me get my chart out. So, you know, I had a chart from a Bernard Jensen book that I got mm-hmm. and it came with a chart. So I looked at the chart and I looked at what she was doing. I was like, okay, that makes sense. So now I have kind of a basic fundamental understanding of what they're doing with iridology. Yeah. And so for me, I just started experimenting on people, you know, because people knew me in the community of answering questions in these, you know, detoxification groups and they knew I had knowledge. So they would inbox me and go, oh, do you know iridology? You know, um, I want to get my eyes red. Mm. And I said, I just, I was like, okay, send me your eyes. Let's do this. Yeah. I just, again, that, that, that confidence of, I'm just going to play with this universe. Let the universe just do its thing. Mm. And so, because I'm understanding the basics of this thing. And so uh, I put together a little basic iridology report in the beginning and I, I sent it to them and, and they were just blown away. Yeah. Wow. How did you know I have pancreatic issues? How yeah. did you know that I have drug deposit or that I, I that I did iodine? Like, how do you what's that? Like, how do you know that I did antibiotics from the sulfur you're seeing in my iris? How do you know that I have malabsorption? Um, you know, whatever the issue was. Um, yeah, I have a prolapsed bladder. How did you call that? You know, like mm-hmm. these little things. And um, it just I was like, wow, like this is amazing. This is a true science because people are connecting to it and they're finding that it's 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 working, that it's it, it's pointing out their weaknesses. Exactly. And so it just kind of grew. It kind of grew. And I just kept watching Robert Morse's videos on how he was explaining the iris and you know what to look for. And I didn't really study a whole lot of books. It just came to me naturally mm-hmm. because I understood the lymphatic system connection. I understood you know, the, the symptomology to the endocrine glands and the organs and, and, um, just the approach on what to look for and then how to go about fixing these weaknesses that we see in the eyes. And so, um, it just turned into a a full-time thing for me. People were sending me, they were like, Hey, I want to send you a donation. And I'm just like, okay, you know, fine, let's do it. And at the time, you know, I was trying to heal for my own issues. So I was like, I don't want to go back to my slave job and slave around for corporations so maybe I could provide for myself doing this. And so I was trying to see what people were, were donating to me and they were just donating to me a certain number. And then I kind of just went in the middle and I was like, you know, I might as well just make this a job yeah. and just help people understand what's going on within their body through the lens of the iris. And pretty much that's just how it convinced me. It convinced me by just experimenting with people through curiosity and how people were overwhelmed by how I was able to point out these weaknesses that I saw in the eyes. So that's pretty much how I became an iridologist um, with that. And then I just kept getting better and I kept, you know, understanding more issues and and uh, just, you know, going through Robert Morris's school and how he breaks down iridology and, you know, with understanding lymph stagnation in certain areas of the body and oh, yeah. um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just pretty much people's um, experiences and, and their overwhelming responses convinced me that this works. I don't I mean, obviously, we don't really understand how the yeah. iris shows all these weaknesses in the body, but we know that it does. Oh, yeah. And that's like a supernatural spiritual thing. And, uh, and in all reality, even medical doctors, as far as I know, used it in the beginning yes. as well. So yeah. it was a it's French medical doctor. Yeah, it's interesting what happened. Yeah, I think with the, I guess the, you can just say the Industrial Revolution in general kind of created, you know, a huge shift. And uh, one of the, uh, any um, holistic approach, I think, or natural approach definitely just got under the table as soon as the corporate, you know, world took over. So it, that makes sense to me. And that's just so cool that you tapped into that, man, because I think a lot of people are just um, still just have no clue about iridology whatsoever. So and it's just awesome that you've tapped into it. And I, it, I'm right there with you. That's my story as well. Very similar. And for me, um, also studying with other people um, with bringing in like a more holistic approach with like the emotions and the spiritual, like with the sulfur, for example, and the orange being like confusion in the body, right? Something just as a psyche, like, uh, because again, for me, um, I've addressed so many things just on the surface. And then when I really go deep into meditation, I can trace back to where like my anxiety came from and certain things. And it was, it wasn't me, like, well, I didn't create this, you know? And as you know, theodology, like things can even be passed on from our ancestors or, you know, generations. And uh, it's also what motivates me thinking about, you know, my future future generations uh my fiance you know we're about to have our first child and like i'm just excited knowing that you know the work that i'm doing affects that child and then seven generations on down the road you know it's just like that's what motivates me to eat more fruit and just to have a clean healthy happy life you know so i just it's more of an empowering thing uh, for me iridology not even in this like you know like medical scientific thing you know even though it is very much that for me it's yeah. just this yeah. whole you know what I mean? Like shift because honestly now, like even walking around at the farmer's market or something, when I see people's eyes, like it's impossible not to have more compassion for them when I see these drug deposits and see these, you know. I'm going to move this, bro. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, yeah, you know, you're fine. Take it. Yeah. I'm outside. I'm outside. And I just realized my phone's probably going to shut off from the heat if I don't move it. Oh, yeah. If you're in the direct sun, definitely it will, it will uh, get too hot. Careful. Yeah. I did yesterday. I was out too long. I had to get in the shade. <laughs> So, yeah, no, it's just fun. Like I said, I can't talk um, too, so much. I can talk to you all day about iridology in general. So I just knew that you already tapped in. So I just want to present that with and and just really use it as a tool for transformation. Really, I think that at the end of the day, that's what we're all after, you know? Um, just yeah, I mean, if, if we could if we could help people understand, like, like so what I've, what I've heard a lot with my clients is that they've gone to the doctor's to try to find out their problems. Mm -hmm. And the doctor, for one, wasn't able to break down why they were having that problem. And so when they, when I find it in the iris and they're like, well, yeah, I'm having all those symptoms that you're pointing out, mm -hmm. then it's quite obvious that this is a great tool to help people to understand what's going on. So they have um, the confidence to, to, to have a, you know, a plan of action on how to fix the issue. Because iridology isn't gonna fix anybody. But yeah. it's going to it's going to help people understand what they've created in their body so that they could fix those weaknesses. Exactly. And, you know what I mean? So it's good to have and it's good to watch the iris. Some iridologists, unfortunately, say the iris doesn't change, which mm. is crazy that is because crazy. because I've watched my iris color change drastically. 
Man, I wish I would have took pictures when I was like 10, 12 years old, man. Seriously, I wish I would have started taking pictures way, you know, because of all the changes that I, I mean, I got into, I don't know if I can give you the exact date, but it's just um, keeping track of all this, the changes are profound. So yeah, it's one of those things where even the non-physical, for me, I know we can talk about this more too, because I think to me, the fruit is obvious and the nutrition is obvious. Obviously the herbs are designed, nature has a plan. There's like no man that can ever recreate that so for me um, I think another missing component that we can talk about is just that intuition and then specifically like meditation or affirmations right like changing your consciousness and changing the way you feel just with the power of your words the power of your environment like let's just talk about things that are not fruit basically you know that you've done that have changed your life changed your eyes see what I mean change you as a person because yeah fruit might have for me it was definitely you know it's a part of the tool but like, you know, I'm thinking about affirmations or just grounding something like simple techniques, you know, that are missing in people's lives right now that, you know, they're listening that could benefit just from a simple practice. Like for me, it's grounding. Like that's if I were to start somewhere, five minutes of just taking off your shoes, going outside is going to release, you know, some of that negativity with some those positive ions that were just charged up in our body all day from the EMF and this toxic world we live in. Five minutes of grounding is going to just honestly, it's going to change your nervous system. It's going to change how you feel, you know? So I just want to bring that up because again, this is a holistic approach. That's why I created like the infinite cup. I could easily, you know, name my channel like Rob Vegan Rob or something like that, you know, but I really just, I believe in yeah. this holistic approach. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I wish I uh, my name was the Naturetarian rather than the Mangotarian. <laughs> but there was a pur there was a purpose for that that, that brought me into the Naturetarian yeah. mindset. So yeah, it was like kind of like what you were saying earlier with you know DNA and how DNA communicates, right? Well, yes. DNA can't communicate in the body, send those signals that need to go where they need to go to keep us into homeostasis exactly. if we're not grounded to the earth because like you know there's electromagnetic energy from the earth that comes through the nervous system, you know, and, and activates our endocrine system and, and keeps things in arcadian rhythm. Well, when we're out of that balance, then obviously our, we're not going to get those, that communication. Like for example, the, the hypothalamus sends signals to your adrenal glands that activate neurotransmitters that help you to, um, to have fight or flight that help you to have energy that, that, that help you with everything. And so if we're not if we're out of balance in our environment and we're not getting like the full spectrum lighting into our eyes, then how are we going to send signals to our body that's going to activate that homeostasis to keep us functioning in a healthy way? And so that's why it's much more than just what you put in your body. You have to, you have to recognize the importance of your environment. Yeah. And we're all transitioning. None of us are really doing that. Yeah. But we have, to, we have to make a transition and try to manifest um, getting more in harmony with nature and understanding that there's a purpose for the earth and how we're supposed to connect to her. Um, and, and, and we're so disconnected to her. So I don't, I don't really have any scientific, um, you know, information on, you know, the ins and outs of it. But what I do know is that every animal is connected to the earth yes. and harm and they're in harmony with their natural diet. They're grounded to the earth. They're out in the sunshine. Um, but humans are doing the opposite. We're building buildings. We're, we're, we're creating, you know, this, this, this artificial, you know, radiation yeah. that's coming off, you yeah. know, the EMS and all that. And so, you know, 
and, and then the, the chemtrails is an al- also a huge thing because that's blocking the sun. So we're not getting that proper lighting into our body that we need. And so when we we're out of balance with that and we, and we start to migrate into territories we're not designed for, then that's going to play a huge part within yeah. our physical, spiritual, emotional bodies. Yes, 100%. You hit, you hit some key words there um, for me. Um, I've learned, you know, I love humanity. I never blame humanity. I, if I were to blame something, I'd blame environment. You know, that's exactly what you're talking about. And I um, I don't want to get my conspiracy guy triggered here, but if I were to say, uh, you know, something like the powers that we're talking about right now, other human beings know about, and they're using those said powers against us to keep us out of that alignment, right? To keep us out of that circadian rhythm. Unfortunately, all these technologies that we're talking about are, are you know, someone is profiting off them, even though you can get them for free in nature, you know what I'm saying? People are using that against us. So I don't want to get negative. I just want to you know, talk about that because we have to work extra hard in this age to do these things, just to have a normal life. And I want to say well, that because that's well, what the, the, the to, negative needs to be discussed, though, because yes. if we do, if we don't look, if we don't understand the reality of what's taking place, then we're never it's never going to urge us instinctually to make the changes. Exactly. And I just want to bring it up because that's what drove me to these pure like Alaska and Hawaii and these you know places to travel to have, you know, real water, <laughs> air. Like I'm telling you, when I breathe the air in, in Alaska, for example, it's like no joke. I can I'm a different person because I mean, you can I was looking actually this morning on the National Lung Association, the studies where I'm here in Southern California. And it's just it's disheartening, you know, and it's really just uh, crazy crazy that um, just this, it's been normalized, you know what I mean? And for me, I had to drive, you know, 1500 miles to experience something just to have a com- something to compare it to, right? And that's where now that I have that comparison, and I've been going up there since 2011, I'm just saying it's like, I can't go back, right? See, like that health, that vitality is what I think all human beings deserve. It's kind of like our natural state, because that's how the environment should be. But the problem is our environment isn't like that anymore. You know, my favorite word that we already said is Babylon, you know, we've created this Babylon that's not in tune, that's not conducive to our optimal performance, and we're not thriving anymore, we're just surviving. So if you just take that person and pluck them out and put them in a tropical paradise like Hawaii or a pristine, you know, Arctic clean environment where you can actually just breathe and enjoy regular life, then life just changes automatically, like instantly, you know? So that's one thing I want to bring up because I think you've obviously tapped into that. And I think that's probably a big reason why you, you know, choose to be in Hawaii. You know what I mean? And and I will say that fruit is what really was a huge factor with, because fruit is brain and nerve fuel. So my brain was so clogged up when I tapped into that high electromagnetic energy of the fruit, which is like what, 12,000 angstrom energies, you know, in angstrom units of energy. And then Mm -hmm. everything else is like 9,000 and below. So that energy helped my brain to tap into these frequencies. and, And for one, when you get diet does play a huge part, because if you're in tune with your natural diet, then you're going to be in harmony with your spiritual body as well, because everything's connected. Everything is connected if you're in balance to where you're supposed to be on this earth yep. and, and what you're supposed to be putting in your body. So, so when I ate the fruit, that's when I started to, um, to wake up to where I could look around and go, wow, like I have created this Truman show and, and every the reality took place mm. where it was like, I've got myself linked into these relationships and, 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 you know, I've, I've adopted these certain behavior patterns because it's what everybody's doing, right? It's the status yeah. quo. 
And, and when I started to see everything for what it's worth, like we're just playing this silly game that's been programmed into us, this, this false sense of security of the American dream in it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when I was able to be empowered to actually make the steps yes. to, to actually pull the trigger. Yes. Um, so I believe the fruit was kind of like my kryptonite. Yeah, of course. I mean, nature's <laughs> You know, like nature, uh, I think it's like just a karmic thing for me, the way I understand it with my kind of yoga brain. But it's like, you know, we can't expect that health and that uh, optimal brain function from McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to happen. So it's uh, I think a lot of people just have a lot of high expectations for and then they're just not putting in the right fuel. But it just it's just not going to happen. So that's the physical part. I also want to talk about what the fruit is, the just the the energy from the sun, like that's something that is just just the, the that's our power source right so it's like to me the sun is you know the fruit is the vessel the medium to get that sun and you know obviously our skin should be exposed for vitamin d and and like we're not living that kind of lifestyle anymore that is just in tune with nature holistically um the circadian rhythm that we're talking about here is so important for me with my sleep kind of research that i've been going down the road with as far as the darkness you know just talking about that right we need 12 hours of darkness to really complete that melatonin cycle that's just your brain naturally producing it itself right and here in LA like that's a struggle man like it is a real struggle without for me looking like a complete weird guy with glasses and covering myself you know what I mean it's like are you gonna do all that or are you just gonna be somewhere like I know I love Hawaii for that reason it's like every there is no nightlife you know what I mean people are in bed they're in tune with nature they're waking up and you and you naturally want to go to sleep early in Hawaii like eight o'clock yeah eight o'clock that's right it's like are you just going to be in the like the right environment or are you just going to do all this extra work i feel like you know here now it's like okay we're going to biohack and do all this stuff and like put all this extra i'm already exhausted thinking about it you know rather than just being in a natural place where you're just living life you know walking on the beach or going for a hike you know what i mean like that's just a very simple thing that i think humans want that we just the mind just complicates it you know well, yeah, because we've gotten ourselves so embedded into these priorities, right, you know, and, and paying the bills and the mortgage and the job and, you know, the kids in the in the corrupt school system. It's just it's it's overwhelming. So so I, I could completely understand why people that that don't transition and make those steps to chip that stuff away are wanting to suppress themselves and just kind of go, it's just too overwhelming. I just oh. don't want to do anything. But sometimes it takes making the diet change. Sometimes it takes making a trip out to the tropics to yep. experience the harmony with nature, to, yeah. to feel the, you know, the, the, you know, to, to be connected in, in that such that powerful way to then to where when you come back to this, this exhausting, you know, uh, energy of just the grind, go, go, yeah. go and, and never slow down and just get in touch with yourself and turn off the mind, be an observer for a minute and just not focus on the past and the future and, and allow, you know, yourself to, to just get this information. You can't get the information when the mind's always chattering. No, so some, get, some, you know, you hit the nail on the head, you hit the nail on the head when you said experience for me, I, I think we share this in common. It's just we're experiential learners. Like that's where it really solidifies. That's where we assimilate the information, you know, from the experience. And uh, yeah, I, I love reading books and I love getting into all the stuff. The literature is wonderful, but for me, it doesn't really sink in until I experience it. And that's where, uh, like for me, I would love you know, my you know future goal is to have a retreat center in Hawaii and other places too, where I can actually offer that. Cause that's what it was for me. I lived in a temple 
on the Big Island uh, in Poa, and I just I loved it, man. And that was the first time in my life. It was in 2011, and I was just you know walking out there every day in the gardens and picking the greens and making green juice and having the avocados straight from the tree. Like just it blew my mind. And that oh, the, the, oh, man. that uh, lifestyle, like that that expansion. You see, what I mean, like I you can't just you can't go back to this little thing that you were doing before. So no. at vessel, like I was so expanded from the minerals, or you know what I mean, from the land, just from the regular water. We're living off the grid, the rain, just, just living like a very blissful, utopic life that people dream about is out there, you know? And it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Hawaii, Hawaii still has its problems too. And they still carry, they still carry that consciousness of picking the fruit unripe and, oh, yeah. and even so, some fruits are sprayed and genetically modified oh, like the papaya. 100%. Oh, did I saw the papaya fields? Yeah, for miles that were all going to China and crazy stuff. Yeah, I know it's definitely there too. I just but the the place itself, if you get land there and you grow your own food in Hawaii, oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, that's where I tapped into like those little communities that you're talking about. I was actually uh, been flying back and forth. Last time I was there, I was in Kona doing some earthships. I love the just you know alternative housing and uh, just a place where it's you know acceptable basically is kind of rare these days i think people are just living you know the confinement of just the man or whatever and something as freeing as the lifestyle in hawaii is just a beautiful so and and for me yes i'm like you it just comes down to just the quality of the fruit at the end of the day uh, my first job was picking peaches and plums when i was 14 and i, I just know a lot about fruit and i've worked at uh, big corporations for fruit and stuff so i just understand how the whole system works when it comes to what you're saying with the green unripe fruit that sits on uh, some box and shipped and blah and sprayed even organic bananas and blah 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 you know i don't want to like get all negative it's just you don't have to ask those questions when you're on a farm or when you're like going to the market and you actually know the person by the name who's growing your food and you see the smile on their face when you like contribute to their family because you're giving them money and they're like wow this just fed my kids and this like that whole reciprocating energy thing is how like i think that's the human potential right there how we're supposed to be yeah you got to communicate communication is is vital you know i mean if you if you don't communicate you're never going to learn and you're never going to 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 better you know put yourself in areas to where you, you could um you can get the best for, for you because i mean if you're just stagnant and you're not asking questions and you're not investigating and doing the research then don't expect you to to get quality anything in life you know I agree 100% all right well i'm curious just let's i'm curious i'm all about action too so i'm just curious like your day can you just give us a little like um you know what's your optimal day look like you know i'm well, just <laughs> Your, uh, yeah. your current like routine, I know you're on a, a, a different type of protocol currently, but I'm just saying, you know, you got 24 hours in the day. Do you wake up and meditate? Do you wake up and grab a glass of water? You know, what does it look like? Well, first thing what I do is I don't plan and do anything like that. Okay, I, I wake, first thing I do is I wake up and, you know, I, I go through, because, you know, my job, I, I, I go through my DMs, I, I go yeah. through my emails, I, I look at, you know, People send me questions all day long. So oh, yeah. I've, I've really been devoting my life to other people for three years straight. I hear you, brother. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, so I don't know. I just kind of just, I wake up, I do that. I usually I'll, I'll do a consult with a client or I'll do an iridology reading. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll get that out of the way. After I get through my consults and my readings, what I usually do is I go down to the beach and I ground. I, I got to get outside. I got to get that natural breeze. Well, natural, but I got to get that breeze <laughs> in me. You know, the, the ions and the minerals coming from the ocean and just, just 
you know, it, it helps to, to relax me that magnesium. It, it keeps me relaxed because when I'm, you know, up here, you know, around all the, you know, all that kind of energy, because I believe that energy is frequency. And if that energy isn't, is, is, is built on, you know, ne- subconscious negative stuff, you know, then it's going to affect you. So energy affects you. Um, so that's why I like to go down to the beach and just kind of decompress and just shut the mind off. If I can, the mind never really shuts off, but I just, I sit there and, and I just shut it off and I go, you know, I, I accept the now I, I accept my current situation. And then I start manifesting. Usually I'll, I'll just, whatever that I'm envisioning of what I want to accomplish. And, you know, I'll start manifesting that whatever that is. I'm not going to say it cause it's personal, <laughs> but I'll just start manifesting. And so I go through my manifestation as I'm grounded on the beach. And then after that, I just come home and, and I, I get back to work. I get back to helping my fellow reflections, my, you know, my humans, you know, I'm a humanitarian. So my, and so I'm always focused on how I could help, uh, you know, educate people on there is a solution to these issues. You don't, you know, you don't have to, um, think that you can't, you know, heal your body and, and, and all that. Usually when I get on the phone though, I try to go in the spirituality when I'm talking with people to make them understand that, um, you can't, you're not going to get rid of all your problems if you're just eating healthy food. Yeah. Because, yeah. So I, I, I usually go into the mindset, you know, like, where's your mind at, you know, um, um, what's your environment like, what's your relationships like? do you know thyself? Are you looking into your astrology? Do do you know who you are? You know, um, because if you don't know who you are, you're never going to be really intuitive and, and get, and get more information to making better steps to better yourself. Cause that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to better ourselves in this world. We're trying to find peace and harmony and, 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 and all that. So I usually will just stay on the phone for hours, just kind of talking with my clients and helping them to, understand that, you know, you might have to make some serious changes in your life. If you have a toxic job that's not suiting you, that's going to cause a lot of health issues. Um, if your relationship isn't, um, if your spouse doesn't share your mind, that's a problem because support isn't just contract support is, you know, you guys are going to build each other up and you guys are going to share the same morals and values. And you're going to, um, because that's what's going to bond you to it, to, to feeling love. So usually I, I'll go into, cause I, I, I consider myself a life coach primarily. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I hear you. So <laughs> I'll, I'll have those conversations all day. So pretty much my whole day is just kind of around, um, spreading the good news, you know, and then I'll, I'll, I'll get on the YouTube and, I, and I'll do some research and I'll see what other people are vibrating. And I learned from others as well. And, uh, that's pretty much my typical day here. Um, no, my life's awesome. really, yeah, my life's really simple awesome. right now. No, I love but, that. I love that, man, because it's something, um, you know, it just it sounds very natural, very organic. The process is beautiful. Yes, to me, I think that's, if I were to describe it, that's our highest uh, path is empathy and helping others. So uh, we don't have to get into the details or words or Sanskrit or anything. I'm just saying that's, you know, to me, where the human being is, because that's in the frontal cortex, that's the human, not the emotions in the back that we're all just caught up in, right? So it's like, yeah. you, you're already doing it. You already live in it. And obviously you've tapped into your purpose. And to me, uh, we both share that in common being iridology is kind of just 
I look at it like, you know, it's just an icebreaker. I, I just don't like the term life coach. I used that in the beginning when I got into this. Uh, I was the guy that was just like living off the grid and like didn't even have a cell phone until a few years ago. So I just started all my, you know, channels and everything a few years ago. But I used the term life coach. And I just didn't like it. So let's call, it, let's call it a higher self coach. Higher that? self coach, man. I like that a lot better. I really do. I really do because uh, I love iridologists. I love these terms. I just, I don't, I think people get stuck in labels these days. Yeah. And it's hard to, um, you kind of, you kind of have to label things to, to you do, of, man. You yeah. do. It's, it's something where I don't want to be confined, but at the same time, I want to reach as many people as possible. So it's very, it's an interesting challenge I have as a, as a digital person now, not just a regular person. So it's yeah. been, uh, it's been fun. I'm embracing it. It's just one of those things I'm sure you could relate on to as well. It's like, uh, the iridology is definitely a, a very good icebreaker and to me bringing the most clarity, but it's not the, uh, um, the whole thing, the whole shebang. There's, uh, like you mentioned, the relationships, business, stress. Some, oh my God, so many, if I were to tell you even one thing, the stress, man, that I'm learning about is the, my biggest impact for sure that I'm not um, dealing with in the sense of a positive stress, right? Like I don't think people really comprehend that. And I think stress can, for most people, can be like very negative, but you're not really factoring positive change and positive stress in your life as well can be a factor. So like I said, these subtleties are really, really um where the magic is in my opinion like these subtle energy vibrations that once they're addressed it's like the glue into all these creases and then you're just you're good again you know so it's just beautiful hearing such an organic story from yourself because um people really can earn a lot like like from these tools you know and it's something i think that just needs to be spread out there as much as possible right now absolutely, absolutely. And okay, cool. So the only thing I also want to ask you is just in your um, your routine there, you mentioned manifestation. And I'm just curious, any sort of like if you were to call it meditation or to give it a label, I'm just curious if you, um, for me, my background is with Paramahansa Yogananda and I'm a certified Raja yoga teacher. So I'm just curious if you have any, um, you know, if you were to call it something, is it like a transcendental meditation or is it something uh, or is it just kind of like you do your own thing and it's custom? I'm just curious if there's any sort of formality to it. That's all. Yeah. Well, I mean, in the beginning, it was really um, to build confidence. That was that was the beginning of where I got into manifestation, yeah. because my whole life I was always told I'm not good enough or I have this and that that's holding me back and that you got to do this in order to achieve this. And and I just felt overwhelmed, like, you know, I can't really achieve anything because I'm not smart in this area or whatever the situation was. So when I started watching these people like that were very positive and very influential and in the sense to where they were actually practically living out their, their, uh, their confidence. And so, you know, originally I looked at that, like that's kind of egotistical, right. You know, to, to, uh, to say good things about yourself and to own it and to believe it. Mm -hmm. And, um, but when I broke that wall and I started to understand, well, wait a minute here, who are we? we're not a physical body. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, we obviously, you know, we, we have all these, you know, these chemicals in our body, like dimethyltryptamine that helps us to channel our spiritual access to, to things that we can never imagine in our dream state or whatever. And so I just was starting to think, well, we're, we're pretty much God, <laughs> you know, we're, we're God, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, like if all these people are able to do all these great things, there's, there's gotta be a foundation to how they were able to do that. And, and so for me, it was just convincing that you create your own reality through your thought pattern. And if you, if you keep saying negative things in your thought pattern, then you're going to attract those negative things. Yeah. 
100%. So for me, I needed to build confidence in order to get to where I'm at today. So in the beginning, it was always like, I am going to be this person or I'm going to achieve this. I can, I will. Um, there is no excuse. It's just tr- trying to rewash and program and rebrainwash myself yeah, yes. into those thought and those positive thought patterns. Yes. And so it just became this re- repetitious thing into where I was like, wow, all these things are actually happening. <laughs> yep. Like I'm not living, I'm not, I don't have to work for the man anymore. If you call it that, or I don't have to, um, I don't have to feel like I need somebody to feel content and, and at peace within myself. Like, I don't need to give my power away to somebody in order to feel complete. I don't need the lights on, the TV on, the, you know, uh, constant communication with people to feel at home. And so that was something that I manifested. I want to learn to be content and in harmony within myself, to truly love myself to where I no longer um, need in the sense to where it's an emotional attachment. Like, having relationships are good. You know, having certain needs are good, but when it becomes an anxiety, when yes. it becomes this unbalanced expectation you're trying to achieve, then it becomes an issue. So, um, so yeah, so like something that I've been manifesting lately has been, uh, more of, I, I envision a community, a soul tribe community yes. Yes. in nature where we're no longer, you know, uh, dependent on the grid, on the money supply and on the food supply. And we could, we could be in harmony with nature in our natural environment where we can grow fruit trees and vegetables or whatever and herbs and stuff like that. And we could all just, you know, be a collective one mind, um, people. I believe that there are groups of people out there that are specifically assigned to you, that they, they share your mind. They truly love you. They truly support you. They, they have the same visions as you. That conviction is, is, um, it's, it's unified. And so I believe that family is frequency. I believe that, you know, it's frequency. Like it's, it's those that, that, that are like you in the sense. And so I, I envision a, a real family, not a programmed family, but a real family of humans that really love each other, that really lit, you know, they're just using their gifts and, and we're just, we're, we're just free and nature, not, not needing anything. That's going to take time. Of course, that's going to take a yes. lot of work. And I don't think it'll be fully achieved because of the powers that control this planet to mm-hmm. where, where can you actually really depend on land without, you know, the government's hand on it. Yeah, totally. But, but we could do our best. And so oh, yeah. that's why I oh, think no, that I we can do that. I believe in that same vision. I think we're both tapped into that same vision. It doesn't have to be the exact detail, but I think what you're talking about is not, uh, we're one of many that are part of it. And that's what I meant by like the new paradigm of health, because what we, the stories that we've been talking about, it's it's beyond health. But you have to, for me, and that's why I want to talk about health and create the infinite cup, because the physical body has to, you know, handle the energy first before you're aligned to your higher purpose and everything, and to your guides and your higher self that you're talking about. You've been through that transition. You can't go back. It's like the matrix, the red no. pill, blue pill. You know, you're good now. You're. T- it's what I call just being tapped in. You get it. You just get it. You know, that's something you can't explain. 
explain. That's something you have to experience. And again, there is a prerequisite, meaning the temple, the body just simply needs to be, it has, it has to have minerals. Your pancreas can't produce minerals. It needs to come from an outside source. You know what I mean? Like we're just living this toxic world and people need to get the temple cleaned up first. And then we can start talking about these other things. So it's just amazing that, yes, I am a hundred percent with you on that vision. I, there are people um, that I've tapped into that are living that right now. And I had to kind of go there and then check out because I, I felt like it wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Like there's, we need more people basically. So it's one of those things where there's people I know of a community in Oregon, Hawaii, and there's other, you know, little communities all over that are doing that exact same thing. And it's beautiful for me to see it on a small scale was amazing, but we're here for that bigger, you know, picture that thing that is like really changing lives and the clarity for your, you know, healing yourself is step one, in my opinion, just really having that confidence and then boom, because we all have that like gift, you know, that purpose, that life purpose. And once that is really activated, you just can't stop. And it's definitely not the, you know, clerk position or whatever you have. <laughs> it's like there's, there's people that are like constantly having that in their mind's eye. While I did have the clerk position, by the way. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, me too, man. I mean, I got it right now. Actually, it's one of those things where we're all doing like I, I go through these, um, I call them just waves, you know, and it's it's basically what it is. It's between the, the dance between the head and the heart, right? Because the heart goes like, oh, I want a retreat center. And then the head goes, oh, you can't afford it. You can't do that. You know, and then the heart goes, but oh, I just want to have fruit, bro. I just want to like grow fruit trees and have fun. And the head's like, well, wait a minute, you got to pay the bills and you got to do it. You know what I mean? Like that dance between the head and the heart is constantly going through people and my solution is to just listen to the heart you know really if, if to keep it simple i think right now to simplify it in a more uh, simple view it's like we're here for the path of the heart the path of unconditional love not the programmed conditional love that we all kind of got you know what i mean yeah. so there's so much more there's so much more, man. And, you know, we've, uh, I mean, it's infinite. If you ask me, it's something that you can't comprehend. You know, it transcends our limitations. So, yeah. Yeah. And once, in, I mean, if enough people wake up and, and, and really experience that, I, we could create that reality. I really believe Not a doubt in my mind. Not a doubt in my mind. And I'm like you, to me, the fight is in the forefront with the fruit. You know what I mean? That's why I did, you know, so much work on farms. And I got a job at Whole Foods and learning things. You know, I have, I'm learning the industry, you know, from the inside out to really figure out what's going on here. And what I've learned is just mind boggling, man. Like how much we are seriously depend like beyond dependent on even other countries and other things that's it's just mind blowing to me so the the fight very much is you know in the food first and then once we got that you know what i mean uh we're you know you know how much fruit i throw away because of this dude i hear you brother yeah it's i, I mean I, I don't i won't put it in my body i mean if I, if I smell if i smell gas and sulfates and i smell i don't put that stuff in my body I hear you, man. So I'm, sometimes, sometimes I don't, I can't even eat the fruit. It's like, yeah, I'll have, I'll juice or, or I'll have a salad or something. But yeah. I mean, I feel my best on the fruit. And that's why as a fruitarian, I truly believe you have, you want to go to the tropics. You don't want to try to live off this <laughs> mainland stuff. I'm, dude, I'm right there with you, man. I, uh, I don't eat papayas unless I'm in Hawaii. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just one of those things. Like I'm yeah. trying 
<laughs> I've wasted so much money and it's, it's, I'm sorry, but I can't do it. You know, it's just one of those things where I just believe in the power of the environment and I would rather get a plane ticket, fly to Hawaii and live there and eat papayas every single day than waste my money here in California or anywhere else, you know? And that's for me, that's why I flew to Asia to eat durian, you know what I mean? And flew that like, I just love, like, that's for me why I love traveling too. It's a big part of it, right? It's, uh, going to the source and eating this ancient food that is literally prehistoric activates our human temple that no other thing, you know, can do in my opinion. And I, and I feel like I'm supporting the problem the more I give my money to these people, even though, you know, we've got to start somewhere. You give your money to yeah, fruits and vegetables, even if they're in the grocery store. Yeah. But, right. but when you get to these levels of starting to become more aware yeah. of, of stuff, it's like, you don't even want to give your money to that system because you know yeah. that they're just, it's just growing and growing and growing. Yeah, I hear you, brother. It's something that it's uh I lost oh. you for a minute. Oh, it's all good. Oh, oh you're back, right. you're back, you're back. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, yeah. And the energy that you get from it. You just can't go back. So it's like, why would I eat that papaya in California when I know I'm subjecting myself to a lower frequency? You know what I mean, like it's just a, something like yourself. I'd rather go have the salad because I know the salad was grown right here, the romaine, and it's just legit, you know. So yeah. uh, it's just one of those things where I understand all that. And no, I don't eat citrus in the summer and all that. I eat it in the wintertime when they're grown right here in California right. for a very specific reason. And that's where... Um, it's not about defending anything, you know, I have nothing to defend. What I'm saying is at the end of the day, my own experience and confidence and clarity that I have in my body is what keeps me on the path there. Amen, brother. Namaste. I, I Namaste. totally agree. Yeah. So how can people find you? I want to, don't want to take any more your time. This has been awesome, man. I appreciate you being here. And, uh, how can people find you at the mango Terry? I know you're posting videos and keeping the light shining so how can we uh send yeah. some people your direction so uh, i have a little facebook website called detoxification the mangotarian way cool so, so you can go to that and that'll show my services my daily articles um you can find me on instagram the mangotarian uh youtube the mangotarian um yeah that's where you can find me Awesome. Perfect, man. Well, we'll send your people your way. Like, I, I know the, I just believe in energy and magnetism, like you're saying, and we've talked about that in this, you know, podcast. And it's one of those things where um, I just believe in that and us just talking about these things. I know the energy is going out there and people are going to hear it and it's going to get reciprocated. Like, it's just 100%, not a doubt in my mind. So the more we just talk about it and be that change, the more we're going to see it out there in the world. So just oh. thank you. Just wanted to say thank you for, yeah. you know, what you do on the daily seriously oh i'm grateful brother and i'm, I'm yeah. thankful for you too that you invited me on here and i just want to say that you know love and truth will not come back void anyway so you know the more and we have to we, and we have to give it out to the universe in order for it to create the change too so you that's do. why I, I i uh highly encourage everybody to use social media as a platform yeah. for information because we're in the age of Aquarius. So we don't want to run away from it because there's too much negativity going on, but we want to use it for positivity. Yep, I agree. Use it for a vehicle for transformation and growth. Cause that's, I was right there with you living under a rock, man, terrified technology and chemtrails and all these things. And 
I was so just living in fear, you know, and that's not the solution. Living in anger and repressing energy, and that's not the solution. So I, I remember the conversation like it happened yesterday, but it's just, you know, I, I literally had to write down and face on my, I still, you know, I'm camera shy and I have all these things I'm confronting, but it's like, you got to do this. Like, we got to be that change. So I'm not going to let those uh, neurotic tendencies that I have, you know, keep me from expanding the light and showing people our true experience with health. Cause I've, my life's been changed radically. I know as your has. So it's like, this is available to everybody. And it's so simple. It's just so simple. Yeah, bro. And I got a label for you. <laughs> you know, I mean, you are the best podcaster on the planet. You got to just keep saying it. Yeah. It may sound crazy to say that, but if you keep saying it, at least it'll build the confidence to where you'll keep I agree. doing it. I agree 100%. All right. Well, we're going to check out right now. Thank you for being here, brother. Much love. Yeah, bro. Aloha. Namaste.